the Sexual Quantum Leap podcast, episode 26. Today, we will be talking about performance anxiety with a new woman, erectile dysfunction and premature ejaculation, right? So, I'll just let Andrew lead this one off. And we're here for another episode. Exciting, exciting, exciting. This actually came at the spur of a moment. We were about to go to bed, actually. Then it just came to us. We're talking a lot about... What? We're just about to go to bed together. And then all of a sudden we thought, let's share our message to the world of love. It was like an um, inspirational moment at the last minute, thinking, fuck, we're talking a lot about like performance anxiety. We're talking about a lot, a lot about love in relationships and... Um, sexuality about how men and women do connect and how so many men are actually looking for healthy really beautiful relationships and then we thought quick before we go to bed let's have a chat about this and share this to um, you and so excited about getting this message to you now this is for the guy who is like think about this let's give you a situation You've just met this awesome chick on Tinder, on Bumble, through a friend. You might have just met her just walking down the street casually. That's your jam. Then all of a sudden, it's like you're taking her for all these dates. Like all these amazing dates. And the thing is, you're so nervous because you like this woman. You've opened up. You've connected well. And then now it's time to get down to the funky business. And you are fucking terrified. And then you'd finally get to the bedroom with this woman. You're thinking, shit, I better not mess this up. And then all of a sudden you feel the performance anxiety going through the roof. You're thinking, shit, I might not, I'll get erectile dysfunction. I might have premature ejaculation. And I don't want to fuck this up because this woman's really, really amazing. And I want to see her again. And that's just encapsulating the whole story. And we hear so many stories about this. I remember there was this guy from England. I don't know if I told you this one as well, Pierre. This guy from England. He was a good-looking athlete. He stopped himself going on so many dates with women because he was so afraid of getting to a woman to the bedroom. Because if he got her to the bedroom, he goes, I'm not going to last, man. And I'm just like, done. He goes, I'm finished. I feel so bad about like going through this constantly again and again and again. It's just annoying the absolute fuck out of me. That's why we hear a lot of guys when they come and have a chat with myself and Pierre, like Pierre's done extensive work in regards to the dating field, like really looked extensively into that for like over 12 years. And then I've looked into it um, extensively as well. And what we've um, come to realize by doing sexual quantum leap is a lot of guys like might go out there. There's things, if you don't know, there's things called dating coaches. You can go to a dating coach and get advice about how to become um, better equipped in that area. And it sounds logical to go to a dating coach first, but we're always saying either through it's either you come have a chat with us or go find a sexuality coach that you resonate with. We always say get the area of sex sorted first because there's so many guys who actually self-sabotage themselves from actually meeting women dating women and having those conversations because they're afraid of thinking fuck what happens if i get to the bedroom 
I hope I perform well, I hope I'm good, I hope I know what I'm doing, I hope she comes back, if I'm bad in the bedroom, she's never going to see me again, all these things percolate in the mind and really start like taking up so much of your psychological capacity to actually think and do other things in your life that it causes a lot of men disharmony and disease so they don't actually go, they go, fuck it, you know what, this is how I'm born and I'm just like this, but I want to say it's not that case at all, so we always say, Look into getting this area of your life truly handled. And it's great you're listening to these podcasts. We're getting a lot of guys who have said, I've listened to nearly all your podcasts. I'm like, that's crazy. Some guys are like, I've listened to every single one. You better release one tomorrow. I'm like, oh, easy, Tiger. We're doing our best. But that's why we're like saying, get the sex sorted. So then when you feel confident in the bedroom, you can feel confident in life. And then a lot of guys like, I want to be dominant. When you can truly be dominant in the bedroom, you can be dominant in life and take on the world with two fucking hands going, I'm going to really do this. So yeah, nothing against doing dating, um, working on your dating life, but I'm saying it's like that whole, and Pierre has a really good um, story about that. Um, he might say it now, but it's more like working on the sexuality. It's like working on your best product and that is you. Yeah. I was actually talking about this in uh, one of the the pickup masterminds I'm helping out in. There's, it's 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 cool to learn the dating stuff. I think it's extremely useful actually for a lot of guys. But meeting women is you have to look at it like you are a business. And I th- I think I've mentioned this analogy before on the podcast, but I'll mention it briefly again. So. In business, you have your product, your product quality, your product development. Then you have your sales. And then after that, you have your your marketing and branding, right? So the product is you, right? What I think makes up the product is a combination of you as a man in terms of masculinity and you your ability to... Uh, basically deliver the goods in the bedroom right that's what 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 makes up you as a product um and also in in certain other aspects as well right but basically for for the purposes of this podcast let's just call it masculinity and your your sex uh, skills or whatever you want to call it that's the product then you have your your sales skills right so let's say your product is is a a mediocre product in whatever industry. Let's say it's in the in the in uh, let's say you're selling what are you selling? You're selling phones, right? And you're selling some phone that's not an amazing. It's a mediocre product, right? It's going to be hard to sell a mediocre product unless you're lying, of course. But you're selling a mediocre product is subpar to a lot of other products. Uh, but it's not like the worst product on the market, right? In order for you to to sell this at the same price as the really good products, you're going to have to be amazing at sales, right? But if you just have a really, really good product, then guess what? All you do is you just go to people and like, hey, take this for a test drive, right? If, you, if you're selling Ferrari or instead of the phone analogy, if you're selling, or let's go back to the phone. Let's say you're having a mediocre phone at the moment, and then you go into the store and they let you test like the best phone in the world, whatever that is. I don't care what your personal opinion is, whoever is listening. But you, you get to test like a phone that's 
hundred times better than the phone that you have already, and you can get this phone for the same price as a competitor that's subpar to this phone. Then it's pretty obvious which phone you're gonna get because all you have to do is test drive it or or to test it, so you don't have to have as much sales skills. So in dating, that would be your ability to to walk up to someone, strike up a conversation out of nowhere, be really charismatic, persuade them into getting it, going on a date with you, blah blah blah, all this kind of shit, right? Then lastly, you have your marketing and branding, and that's basically what you are known as, your reputation, right? And the best way to get a really, really good brand is actually by having a good product because then word of mouth will spread and you will get, you know, clients by a referral or whatever, right? Um, and and this, this is the same thing when it comes to, to meeting women. If you have a really good product and you're meeting a woman in a bar or a nightclub or on a on on the street during the day or online tinder whatever if you know from your previous yelp reviews <laughs> so to speak that you're going to get a five star rating right and uh, she would rate you 10 out of 10 i would recommend this to a friend then you're not going to be that nervous right you know you're going to give her let, let's just give you some very realistic numbers here, right? You're going to give her three or four oral orgasms. You'll make her squirt once. And you know that you know how to keep ma- manage your ejaculation. Maybe you're not going to last for five hours, but you know how to last for at least 30, 45 minutes, which is not outrageous at all. Then... And you know how to transition between positions. You know how to be, how to connect with her, how to create a deep sexual connection, and also how to be a little bit dominant, pin her down. You know, do all that kind of stuff. You you're just not going to be that fucking nervous. You're just not because you know you can deliver. And and and, and so, but but the thing is that I learned from from all the years as a dating coach is that wh- wh- when I was coaching people, almost everyone was... So what was very common is guys are very scared of walking up and saying hi to a girl, right? But after guys have gotten over that part, they eventually learn how to get a woman interested, how to get her sort of like giggling, and she, they're getting her validation and all this kind of shit, right? Then what happens is it comes time to invite her back home. And no guy does this, right? And when I was new as a coach, I thought this meant that guys were just nervous because they were afraid of fucking it up, which some of them were. But as I went on my own journey as a coach, what I ended up realizing after a while is that about 20 to 30% of the guys who were afraid of quote-unquote pulling the trigger and asking the girl to come home with them were actually scared of just fucking it up. The vast majority... 70 to 80 percent were afraid that she might say yes because then they might actually have to fuck her right and they were absolutely terrified of this right and then the guys who end up pushing themselves and do do get the girl home once they do get the girl home guess what happens listen a girl sitting on your fucking in your on the couch in your living room having a glass of wine with you at 5:30 a.m. after a wild night you know that it's not going to be that hard to quote unquote make the move 
and guys are still absolutely terrified of making the move. And why is this? Because they're so afraid they might actually have to deliver their shitty product that they've spent the last three hours hyping up because they're running around pretending like they're fucking sex gods, building themselves up just in order to be able to get the girl and then when it's time to actually bang her, Oh shit, I'm gonna have to deliver the product now. What the fuck is gonna happen now? She's not gonna like this. Oh my god. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. And then guess what they do? What do they do? They pretend that they don't want her anymore. Just to save face. So fucking common. They pretend they're too tired to fuck, or they tell themselves they didn't like her anyway, or they pretend to sort of, I don't know, like pretend to the girl that they don't like her anymore. Um, or just make up excuses, pretend they're drunk, all these sort of things just to get out of having to have sex because they're so scared of it. So the last pickup company that I ran, uh, UMP, which a lot of you guys listening will know about, what what happened was we, we brought Andrew into to the retreats. So we had another sex coach beforehand, and he's a really cool guy, um, a good friend of mine as well from Europe. Uh, who's by he's more of a hardcore tantra teacher right which is yeah it's amazing but for like quote-unquote normal guys who just want to get really good in the bedroom with normal girls that are not going to be be impressed by you sitting there trying to levitate right it's, it's just a little bit too woo-woo right and it's not it's not going to really impress those girls and it's not going to give you what you're looking for because Tantra is more like just reach enlightenment through sex. Which is cool if that's your thing. But for most guys, um, they just want to be really good in the bedroom and not have anxiety. right? So so then we brought Andrew in. And uh, when, uh, so originally we were going to have the sex coaching the last three days of a program. That's the way we did it in Europe. Then we came to Australia. We brought Andrew in. And it was something fucked up with the schedule. I don't remember what, what it was. But for some reason, Andrew couldn't come during the last two days of the program, or three, two days. So instead, he came in the middle of the program, which was, we were a little bit like, oh, but they, they should have it at the end of the program when everyone is pulling all the time, right? But what happened is then he taught them how to get really confident with the sexuality about seven days into the program. And what happens after this is everyone started pulling all the time, and we hadn't even taught them how to pull yet. Because now they felt comfortable with pulling. And it was really crazy. <laughs> Here's a little funny thing. All these guys went out to the club and they started talking to chicks. And would be like, they would actually show the girl exercises that Andrew did with them on the workshop. On like how to make a girl squirt. So they would show the girl how to do this. So the girls would be like, oh shit, this guy actually knows how to make me squirt. And they became like this massive famous routine. And like sex coaching routines and all this kind of shit, right? So the girls were super interested. Like, oh holy shit, this guy got a really good product again. So they don't have to sell it. They're just like, here's my product. This is how I'm going to make you squirt. So she basically got to test drive it in a way. She's down, go home, have sex. No anxiety. Because they know they can deliver the fucking product. And this was after Andrew did like the, like fucking 15% of what's in the actual SQL retreat. Because it was just like we, we hired him to teach a little bit on our, what was like a PUA retreat, right? Uh, or residential is what we call it. 
And and this is really the reason or one of the reasons why I ended up leaving as a pickup coach and joining Andrew is because I realized that, number one, once you learn this shit, so much in your dating life will be taken care of. And number two, even if you learn how to do, quote unquote, game the right way, if you don't know how to deliver the product, you're, you're, you're just even if you do get her in the bedroom, you're not going to be able to deliver and you might even start self-sabotaging because you're too scared of doing it. Then if you do actually fuck her, it's going to be so bad she's not going to come back for more. And believe you me, she is not going to brag about you <laughs> to her friends. You know, She's not going to throw you fucking threesomes and shit if you don't know how to deliver. Um, so, so that's very, very interesting. And and what, what what Andrew really showed to me as well was that how important it is for like normal guys to learn about like high level sex skills, but as a normal dude. So you know, so many guys that go down the BDSM route or the tantra route and all this kind of shit, or, or like sexology route, which is probably the weirdest one anyway. And 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 girls are just like with a tantra, it's just like weird. Like they don't like okay cool story bro can we have normal sex right or is it with the bdsm where it's like a little bit almost intimidating and then with the people like i don't know study sexology kind of shit feels so clinical and just boring right uh but i guess to learn it from a dude like andrew who is for lack of a better term nor a normal dude right just a guy who wanted to be really really good in the bedroom so he took the best parts of all those areas he spent a decade studying everything and distill it down into a normalized version. And that's what guys can use to actually be the best that any woman has ever had. As long as like a normal chick. Right? Instead of having to go down the deep tantra route and only bang girls with like who don't shave. <laughs> I get it. Uh, yeah, that was a little bit of a rant. But that, yeah. It's late. So I'm ranty. Yeah, that, was, that was good. Uh, um, yeah, it was actually really... It was really awesome to see the guys go out there and have that, Um, like a lot of guys talk about sexual confidence and going out there and having that sexual confidence when they're with a woman going, oh, I can actually back this up now. I can actually go meet a woman. And even if you're just like a dude who just like runs his own business or you just um, um, w- um work in your job and whatever it is and you're like being like, you don't have that time to hit on chicks all the all the time and you're just like going on a few dates here and there. Like, even if you're like, you might even be doing this. You might even be literally self-sabotaging. Self-sabotaging yourself, going on heaps of dates with a girl, not having sex, just because you're just so nervous about going, fuck, I don't want to take it to the bedroom because I might, like, quote-unquote, fuck it up. And then you'll be like, shit, I really want to see this woman again. So the more you start liking this woman, the more you get invested, the more you're thinking, oh, dude, I better do a good, have a have a great experience or she's not going to come back and you put all that pressure on yourself it's just like a constant cycle so that's why we're here having a chat with you in such depth and yeah pierre is so right make sure you completely work on your product make that the best product you can be and then when you can do that you can just see that it's an ooze of confidence in yourself of like walking around like that confidence that I've seen like in guys who have done SQL, I've seen it in Pierre and just anyone who has a, an air, like all the mentors I've had in the past, like their air of sexual, like their air of sexual confidence and their, the way they walk around. It's like, hey, I feel comfortable in who I am. 
I feel comfortable in my body. And then when we get to the bedroom, you better have a few hours because it's not gonna it's not gonna be quick and you're gonna have an experience that you've never had before. And then you just know exactly what to do because if you've never been taught how we meant to know what to do. And tying it back to having that performance anxiety with that new woman, because you're thinking, fuck, I have to do this certain thing. I have to be this man. I have to be six foot fucking two, jacked and bald. And if I'm not that, then I'm fucked. And you have to be a white dude as well. But it's like all this, all this like stereotypical things you have to be, you have to do that. It's like, who's saying all this? Or you quickly have to put it in and then choke her and slap her and then that's the best night of her life. It's like, where, where, how much porn have you been watching? <laughs> how much perversion of porn and like weird stuff is like, it's, it just gets ridiculous. And then the performance anxiety really comes in with a new woman, partly to do with one, the way you've been masturbating when you've been growing up. Like, the way you masturbate is the way you fuck. And if you've been watching the podcast, you know this by now. Number two, your performance anxiety is going to really stem from um, what type of porn you've been watching, how long you've been watching it for. And number three, how comfortable you are in actually opening up and expressing this part of yourself. Was it talked about sex? Are you open about it? Is it more shunned? Do you do it with the um the um lights lights closed and you can't look at a woman in the eyes? All all this different stuff. And when you're with a woman for the first time, and you've like, uh, I don't care if you fuck five hundred um ten thousand women, it doesn't matter if you keep doing the same thing over and over and over again. Wrong. It's only going to actually ingrain that skill of how actually um ingrain that um how bad you are in the bedroom consistently so what i want you to do is i want to make sure that you really get an understanding of like when you're with a woman for the first time we're going to give some like really in-depth um perspective now about what to do when you're with a woman for the first time to really start destroying the anxiety do you want to start that one off pierre or do you want to keep going all right, for the first time that you're with a woman, what I want you to do, number one, is take off all expectations of you have to be something or do something. And when you do this, it's going to sound counterintuitive, but what you're going to do is you're taking the expectations off yourself of you have to be the hero in the bedroom, the hero in her life, and be this fucking god. Because if you're trying to be a god, you're going to come across of trying and doing instead of being. And when you're trying and doing instead of being and appreciating and actually tasting and like really slowing it down and embracing taking off every single piece of her clothes, I want you to start doing this it's like enjoy the subtle kiss of her neck enjoy like the caress of running your hands up the back of her hair enjoy like just like the subtleness of like taking off her bra slowly and then like really just running your hand up her back this is all part of the sex see this as the foreplay foreplay to sex is just as important to woman um, as the sex and when you can do this this is when you can start building her up to like squirting multiple orgasms and having an insane experience and this actually is dominance because dominance is leadership with love and dominance is someone leading and you're leading her to a place of 
like allowing her to let go and when you start putting your attention on that other person it starts allowing you to stop focusing so much on yourself and will start drastically dropping your own anxiety because it's like i'm going to like look at her pleasure but i'm not going to put pressure on her to do something yeah i think something that's really good to ask yourself is how can i do do you say do the foreplay or make the foreplay? Yeah, same. I don't know. Fucking English. How how can you how can you foreplay in a way in such a way where you enjoy it so much that you don't even notice an hour fly by without even starting to have sex? That's how foreplay is supposed to be done, right? Because when you do it that way, the the whole point is, it's like, how can you do it in a way so that time stops? Psychologically speaking, of course, you're not going to actually make time stop. But you're supposed to be able to do it in such a way where you love it more than she does. And so that she is getting anxious for you to actually, for lack of a better word, put it in. <laughs> um that that's it right and if if you can can and and it's different from everybody right so i can sit here and and tell you how i like foreplay done in a way that makes me completely present but it's going to be different to you it's all a personality thing what what the woman wants you to do is do it in a way so that you lose track of time she wants to feel that you are enjoying this more than she is. She wants to feel like you have more patience than her. She's the one who's supposed to be getting impatient, right? So that you can tease her, you can play around with her a little bit more, that you will have the control, right? Not not in a mean or degrading way. Yeah, <laughs> we can make a disclaimer about that. But not. It, but still, like you're, you're just in control. You're the one being dominant right now. You're the one leading, and she gets to be impatient. She gets to beg you for for more, right? So, me for instance, I really love eating pussy, right? But before I even start eating pussy, I will, I will, I'll, I'll make getting her undressed into a fucking event, right? I'll I'll turn that into fucking art, right? Like you s- just turn things into art. Be creative. Be present. Be in fucking flow. Just it's a dance, right? L- like we always say, fighting, fucking, and dancing. It's the same shit. There's no difference. I mean, there are some differences, but on a metaphorical level, there's no difference. <laughs> um. And 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 that's that's really the best way to get over performance anxiety in the bedroom as well like how can you and un- how can you take off her shirt in a way where you forget time don't fuck her for ego yeah that's a big one yes yeah that that's where the anxiety is coming from for for a bit at least a major reason why you're getting anxiety is is because of your your ego getting in the way and you wanting her to see you as a certain thing so i i can guarantee you listening to this very very high probability i could be wrong but very high probability that whatever you do in the bedroom you do it in a way where you want her to see you as dominant 
that's not dominant, that's domineering. Let that one sink in. If you're doing it in order to come across as dominant, then you're not dominant. A dominant guy is not worrying about being dominant. A dominant guy is not worrying about not coming across as dominant. A dominant guy is just simply leading and enjoying every single step of the way. Feeling like he's in total control, he's totally present, and he's relaxed. He's not worrying about performance. If you're just present, she will love the performance. You don't have to perform. It's not relevant. Just be present. Slow things down. Like you can, you can literally just when you t- even do this as an exercise. When you talk next time you talk to a woman, even non-sexually, listen to her tone. Really take take a few seconds and pay attention to how feminine the voice of a woman is. And take some time. And smell her and notice how feminine her scent is. Right? Especially after she's had, she's had a shower, no perfume, nothing like that. Just smell her skin and how feminine that is. And allow yourself to get intoxicated by the sound of her voice, the scent of her skin, and of course, the scent and smell. Uh, the scent and taste of her pussy, the texture of her skin, the texture of her pussy, the texture of her nipples, of her neck, of her of her lips, of her tongue, everything. Notice the temperature, the texture, the everything about it. Until you become almost overwhelmed with all the different stimulation on all your on all of your senses. Now you're getting present. And now you can actually let go of performance anxiety. I love it. I love it. I love it. And talking, going back to the ego for a second, because I've been really thinking about this point. If you're trying to fuck a woman from a perspective of like, I'm doing this for one more. I'm doing this. Like you have to deep do some deep self-inquisitive search of like, why am I doing this? How come I'm going to have sex with this woman? Am I doing this so I can go tell my buddies over a few beers in the next few days or on the weekend that I had sex with whatever woman? Then you go, I did this for this. Because if you're doing this for that, she's going to feel it. You're going to feel this sense of like you have to put on this show. And then if you don't do that show thing, you're just going to maybe make up a story and embellish the whole story so then it looks better than what it is. And then when you're with this person for the first time, you're forgetting the whole experience that you're actually having. It's like, why don't you really look and take time, smell the roses? Because when it's a woman, like the first time, literally, a lot of guys are like, oh shit, she's in the bed, I've got to quickly rush and got to do this thing and I've got to put it in and then come. I go, how about you just think this? She's in your bedroom. She's listening to hopefully good music that you put on. And then all of a sudden, sit there, enjoy, take a deep breath in, and really embrace this woman laying there for you. 
You don't have to quickly do that thing. She's not going to get up and run away. She's more likely to get up and run away if you're fucking like quickly trying to do this thing and putting on the provider. I've been there. I've had women walk out of my bedroom because I'm just trying to be this man. I'm trying to put on this persona. I'm trying to be a fucking sex god. I'm trying to be the best she ever had. It's the, it's the, it's the, it's the, it's the paradox of life. If you try to be the best a woman's ever had, you're probably going to be the worst. If you literally allow yourself to be present, if you allow yourself to give yourself to her, if you allow yourself to take your time and let go to the moment and really just go, I'm going to be here. I'm going to just let go and enjoy moment by moment, sensation by sensation, and and then go enjoy, as P.S. said that, like, the subtleties, like, of that, um, the movements and the nuances of the sex, it's not the, like, micromanaging, or it's not, like, it's, the fo- it's focusing on the little things, the little things that will build up over time, and that's what's, like, as I said before, like, it's like that woman's that slow cooker really building, 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 building. The more you can build this up, you watch, you're building this up the whole time. You watch her orgasm. She's in no rush. She wants to do this. She's dying to get fucked by a really incredible man. Now, the only dudes who I know are doing it really well are like the mentors I have and we've got about 50 people on our secret um, alumni group of 50 guys. Uh, um, we exactly have 49 people on the alumni group who have done SQL or who are um, about to do SQL. So all these people have already gone through the group and it's like it's so inspiring to hear their stories of like oh, I'm with this woman for this first time and it's like no more I don't feel um, scared or nervous I don't have premature ejaculation anymore I don't have performance anxiety I see it as more excitement that I'm with this new woman I get to save the moment and really take in and breathe in the beautiful experience like the femininity as Pierre was talking about because that's the key that's the key. And the more you go on this journey of sexuality and really understand, it's the subtle things that really get you going. And then like those little things that you know that really turn you on and expressing that and allowing a woman to express that and getting turned on by knowing that you're making her have an ex- insane experience. And instead of going quick, let's get in there and get out and then I'll go another round in a second. How about you really enjoy the first round and enjoy that sexual tension that's in your body. Enjoy the fucking tension that's in your sack, building up instead of thinking, quick, 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 get it out, get it out. It's like, no, sexual tension is a beautiful energy you can circulate through your body. It's a beautiful energy that can build up and it's so vital. It's a vital life force while we're here today. And when you can hold that in and build that in your body and feel that and enjoy being horny, enjoy the sensations of that and then enjoy feeling her feminine um, essence of um, the, the horniness that she's like really building up through her body, then she's going to pop like a fucking Coke bottle when you make her come and it's going to be pouring and pouring and pouring and you're going to be like, where did that come from? It's because she's like, I came from a land down under. And she's like, what the fuck? That, that, that brought up a song of when I was in Australia. Um, it's um, Men at Work, um, let, um, Land Down Under, I think. But I don't know. Don't quote me on that one. But... The reason you're putting so much pressure on yourself is because you're thinking the performance, the performance, quick. 
this new woman doesn't care about you performing. Pierre has got something. Also, here here's another cool trick. If you if you do have performance, let's say you you haven't been to an SQL retreat yet, right? You you don't your product is not that good yet. You know what you can do? The easiest way you can fix all of this right now is you get a magic wand and a G spot massager, right? What you do is when you bring a girl home, you 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 tell her I'm gonna give you a massage, right? So you have some massage oil, get some that's good for skin and healthy. Looked it up. We're not gonna get into that right now, but anyway, get some good massage oil that's good for her. You give her a fucking a twenty minute massage. Just learn some basics massaging shit on YouTube. It's super easy. Uh, give her a little bit of a, of a of a of a massage on her ass because you have a lot of knots and shit in your glutes. It feels really good on your ass. Then you flip her around and you take out your wand and your G-spot stimulator. Um, I think Andrew's gonna put out a proper video tutorial on this. But basically, what you do is you put the wand on her clit, right? You should just go on Google and find out where the clit is. It's like it's actually surprising how many guys come on our retreats and we're like, show us where the clit is, and they don't know where the clit is. It's actually crazy. But find out where the clit is, right? That's number one. Then you take out your wand, you put the wand on her clit. Then you take out your G-spot stimulator and you stimulate the G-spot with a G-spot stimulator and you just hold that until she comes. Then you repeat that five times over. Now, it, it doesn't matter that the toys is what made her come like this. She will associate it with you. Something Andrew explains in detail is how to really make the sex toys just be an extension of your arm kind of thing, right? But yeah, so 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 get that um, because that way you're not going to have any issues whatsoever with performance anxiety or anything. So yeah, do that. Yeah, sex toys are great. Really, really good point of adding those in there because it's like oh fuck what happens if i've got um ed or pd pe should i say and you're like fuck what do i do have some really awesome sex toys on hand now i don't want you to always rely on these but this is just some stuff you can use straight away start exploring start experimenting and you watch when you've given her that beautiful massage and then you pull out a toy and you're doing something she's never had before like a lot of women actually find it the easiest to stimulate from um, a clitoris. A lot of women more clitoris um, orientated than actually um, internal. And the thing is, yes, some women will be more internal. But at the same time, if you want to go for it, go for the clitoris. Give a woman a great orgasm by by doing that. And then you got a the um, the wand, and you hold that on a clit, and then you can get a G spot and hold that internal. We actually have a um store it's actually the first two toys it's um the wand and also the g-spot we call that the hail mary combo that by far is going to absolutely destroy like a woman's pussy in such a way where she's like i need to experience this again so as I said, you can check out andrewmeok.com and we have a massive selection of toys. It's actually, no, sorry, we don't have a massive selection of toys. We've actually got um, toys up there that we have recommended that we have used and clients have used in the past so then you're not overwhelmed with like so many toys because I see so many toys online where it's like, well, what do I get? It's like literally anything that we've put online is stuff that we've used 
or stuff that is like we hide. Yeah, everything we've used, everything we've used is actually on the online store, or it saves you the also the embarrassment of going into Sexyland, and then or a um sex toy sex toy wholesaler, um sex toy shop, and then all of a sudden you walk out, and then your boss or your your mum's um. Yeah, your, your girlfriend's mum standing there like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, oh, "I'm just buying um, e- um, yeah, socks for a, for a, for a, for a wedding." It's like, "What the fuck?" You know, so um, definitely you can check that out. But it's good, and um, I'll do a massive podcast on sex toys alone about feeling comfortable about using those, and then also about how to actually go about like really making a woman feel comfortable and open with them. But in short, most women have like a little vibrator that they own already and usually it's tucked under the bottom left or right um drawer and if they're a bit more like hey i use this more frequently usually the top drawer they've usually most women have usually tried a vibrator by the time they're 30 and it's usually a pink little fucking rabbit and they're pretty useless those ones but at the same time when you start talking to women and understanding their masturbation habits sometimes have picked them up their habits up since they're very very young and they've continued it on through their adulthood like i've seen like women like sometimes like put their hands between their legs hold it together cross their leg tight and then lie on their tummy and then move back and forward because it stimulates their clit like some of the masturbation habits that you i see women do to stimulate themselves you, you try and replicate some of this you're like whoa that's how they've done this for um, um, such a long time. But the big thing as well for the performance anxiety when you're with a new woman, it's like literally I've said this multiple times, but I'm saying it again. Open your fucking mouth and talk to her about what she likes. Higher, lower, faster, slower. That is um, that's the biggest ones you can talk about. You can go, oh, am I going higher? Can I go lower, slower, faster? So you're really starting to get a really good feel for her and you're starting to look at her reactions. Make sure when you're with a woman for the first time, always tune in with her reactions and the emotions that she's giving off. Is she actually, or is she look like she's having an orgasm or is she in pain? Have a chat with her. Like, yo, um... Do you want me to like slow down a little bit or do you want me to go a little bit faster? No, keep going. It's fucking awesome. Or um, or you, when you're talking, never ask, is that good or bad? Because good or bad is just going to be a response of like, she doesn't want to hurt your feelings. Usually women don't want to hurt your feelings. So for the first time, don't say is it good because every time for the first time, it's going to be good. And just like have the mindset like this. For the first time that you have sex with a woman, it's probably going to be, unless you've done SQL, it's probably going to be a little bit average. Even if you've done SQL, like the guys still have mind-blowing first experiences, but I'm always saying for the first time, it's still going to be a little bit clunky because you like listen to the previous podcast. Like we've, we've, we've banged out two for you today, guys. So whew, it's been an amazing day. Just got like a lot of inspiration. But literally, um, literally take your, take your time when you're with a woman and don't think I've got to do this perfect maneuver because you won't know her perfect maneuver. You won't know her perfect spot. You won't know exactly how to do certain things yet. Take that time. Uh, be open for feedback. It's like it's like Pierre and I have this joke. It's like we never lose, but if we do lose, we always learn. So that's what I'm saying. Always like 
learn, learn, be open to feedback, put your ego on the fucking bench, big time for the first time, go, I don't know, it's like Socrates, I don't know, be really clear that you don't know anything, and you go in there like an open book, and then when you go in there with an open book, and she can see that you don't know, and you're there to experience and explore her body, she's going to feel a lot more special as well, she's going to be like, fuck, he actually cares, he's taking his time, He's taking his time, he's exploring, he's checking in with me, he's um, genuinely um, concerned about if I'm okay. He actually cut his nails and um, filed them, so then, I, so then when he puts them in my pussy, it doesn't hurt me well. He's actually been quite considerate, so women do pick up and notice these little things, believe me. You believe me, they're going to see, they're going to notice these little things that you might not even know, and not even think about so do you think a woman really wants you to shove her f- your fingers in her if they're like gritty and shit like that of course not so it's that's how you're going to really start to make her feel comfortable in the bedroom because she's going to be like oh this guy's taking his time and he's really respecting me and she you know it's not the, it's not so much the actions it's the feeling that she feels respected that's the first time with her and the biggest one as well is this this is the big anxiety like that you can drop because she might be really anxious as well she might be so nervous that's the thing that that's the one i think guys forget as well the woman you think you're nervous this woman could be so nervous about a myriad of things she could actually really fucking like you like a lot and she doesn't want to mess it up so you could say something like that you could even like just like paraphrasing here but i've said this like this um story multiple times or this like little this little, this little spiel multiple times, like, hey, and this is, you say this when you can just, you know it's getting hot and heavy, like, hey, I've really enjoyed our time together, and it's absolutely incredible, and you know what, I just really want to take out time tonight, I just want to, there's no expectations to do anything, I just want to say, I think you're awesome, and I just want to, like, explore and play, and not have, like, we don't have to be anywhere or do anything, and, I'm I'm just really enjoying your company and I just want to like yeah I I just it's just like I sometimes I just fuck up my words because I don't know what I'm saying it's like I just like so appreciative of like um what we have and she's like can really feel like fuck this guy's really cool he's just like open up like hey I'm a little bit I'm a little bit nervous but you know what I just want to take out take it slow and not rush anything is that cool with you she's like oh the fuck thank god and if it's the first time you met a woman, like, like not first time, or it's like a, like, feels like it's like the second time or the first time, be like, hey, I know we just like met tonight, but hey, let's just take our time and be slow. And yeah, um, I never promise a woman, don't drop the line, oh, I'm going to be here forever. Like, fuck that. But like, hey, I don't know what the future is going to hold, but I really enjoy um, spending time with you and let's just take it um, day by day. That was a line that so many women used to drop on me until I still had to drop it first. I'm like, and then when I used to say that, I'm like, oh, then they feel more relaxed. And it's a, like, literally, you can even write that one down. I don't usually say write a line down, but that one's so perfect because it allows them to drop their guard, relax more around you. And if you're not saying this genuinely, (laughs) you are a psychopath, say it genuinely, and then you'd see her response like, hey, it's all cool, let's just open, let's just take our time, and I'm, I got your back, yeah, if you want to stop, and then another one as well, you can go, if you want to stop, well, I'm more than happy to stop whenever you want, all you have to say is like, hey, let's stop, or you can even say slow down, things like that, it's all cool, and she's like, fuck, 
which guy's ever said this to me and then it allows her to feel safe and she can be more crazy and be like by the way i'm not anything you do i'm just gonna like gonna like really cool with it yeah so that's let's just like have fun and play let's just let's explore and she's just like cool because you're like not putting her pressure that she has to do this certain thing and allows her to do that and she also sometimes sometimes she just wants that reassurance that you're going to be be around she she might know that it's just a one-night stand but she wants to feel that she's going to be respected after you do have sex and when you do have this chat it's going to actually reduce your anxiety and the thing is you're, you're not thinking that you have to be this fucking sex god and put on all this massive show believe me if someone has pressure <coughs> to quote-unquote be present or perform in the bedroom it's myself and pierre sometimes because it's like it's like I've had women say to me, like, oh, you're Mr. Sex God, huh? Oh, you're going to give me the best experience I've ever had. What do you got? I'm like, oh, fuck, here we go. And I kind of, like, roll my eyes sometimes. But it's kind of funny. It's a bit of a challenge. But at the same time, I'm like, all right, let's... I just kind of, like, like bring it on. But it is it is what it is sometimes. But then, if I'm learning, teaching myself to really let go in those situations for you doing like whatever job you may do or whatever business you may run it's going to be a lot easier for you because you don't have those high expectations of yourself so yeah don't go over delivering and saying you, you're you're going to put a lot of pressure on yourself you're like yeah i'm good and bad i know how to go down i know how to finger you i know how to like be dominant and then you get to the bedroom and you're fucking shitting your pants because you don't even know what the word dominant is and all of a sudden you what you you've watched 50 shades of gray once and you think you have to have a red room so yeah, that, that's what's funny about the whole situation yeah. no I don't really have anything to add that's just funny yeah I agree. yeah and then when you when you put all this pr- extra pressure on yourself she's she's just you're just gonna like she can feel when you're trying to amp up something that you can't back up a woman can intuitively feel if you're saying something that you can't back up and the thing if you're like nah I'm pulling it over eyes I'm telling you the thing is even if you do get you say all this stuff you, you, you talk all your you talk all your jam you talk all your smack you get to the bedroom and then all of a sudden you go alright let's rock and roll as Pierre said before you're just going to make every excuse on this one. I was tired, I wasn't feeling it, I'll do it the next night. But you know, deep down, you have to look at yourself in the mirror the next day and you like, look at yourself and go, I was a lying cunt. And I really wanted to have sex with her, but I put so much pressure on myself to be this certain man and do this certain thing. Women, do you know what they respect? And do you know what humanity really respects unless they're a bit of a, a weird person? They respect transparency. A woman will respect your transparency of telling her, hey, I really want to explore, but I'm a little bit nervous tonight. That's like, yeah, you're really gorgeous. You have really sexy. You have a really sexy body. I really love your hips. I really love X about you. And then she's like, oh, fuck. Thank you. It's like, yeah, because the thing is, what happens? You say that thing and it dissipates that tension between you. The tension, not like the sexual tension. It's like that tension of like that unease and feeling that you both have to be this person like she's thinking as well i better be good in bed because women are being told that be good in bed as well because if you're not good in bed um you know what might not be able to keep around um a man around and talking to one of my mentors it's like that pressure from women to suck good dick um ride like a champ and ride like the wind bullseye it's like no buzz like yeah it's not the fucking same um 
like Woody from Buzz Lightyear. It's like, ride like the wind. I'm like, nah, dude, just relax, mate. Like, sometimes it's like women feel all this pressure. They don't feel sexy on top. They They don't like getting fucked from doggy style because they don't feel like attractive things like this so remember as much as the anxiety you're feeling always you can put your attention and focus on that person and look at them um, with absolute appreciation and and love and Pierre loves to talk a lot about love and kindness and I completely concur with that look at the person with love and kindness and it takes that pressure and anxiety off yourself and then your first time is going to be far more um, satisfying and rewarding for both of you because you can just allow yourself to drop into that um, moment and when I say so how do I be present how do I get there do you know what the number one thing you can do is start focusing on moment by moment and sensation by sensation start focusing on the sensations just the little things like the little sensation even her like running her hand up your leg just really slowly and when she does that, you can start putting your attention on that feeling where she's touching you. When you can put that attention on there, like start um, understanding that sensation that starts flowing through your body. When you can start understanding and really focusing on that sensation, it's actually going to grow and expand through your body. And then when you're fully present to that sensation and that feeling, what will happen? It will allow so much more pleasure to um, percolate through your body and then you'll have a far more enriching sexual experience especially when she can see that you're so into just like the subtleness of her touch and then the subtleness of the situation opposed to quick I've got to thrash get in there and quickly crash bandicoot and smash her box I'm like man let's 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 like take a step back um mate you're not playing yeah on playstation you know like, like easy easy tiger easy so it's 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 all on you to give yourself the permission to i'm going to slow down i'm going to take my time i'm going to enjoy the sensations i'm going to have a really good chat with this woman beforehand when you know it's getting really when it's getting on and then when you do a lot of this stuff it's going to give you that peace of mind of knowing oh it is cool and then reassuring her that it's like hey i want to see you again there's nothing wrong if you've had the most fucking before you've even had that if you had like mind-blowing um sex with a woman no if you've had mind-blowing conversations got to know her and you're like this woman is insanely cool being that man who's courageous and a courageous, vulnerable man and a man who's a leader goes, ah, oh, I want to see you again. I want to, like, see you. When can I see you again? Instead of holding back and going, I've got to wait three dates. I've got to wait X amount of time. It's like, what? You're putting anxiety on yourself because you're, like, trying to hold back. It's like, holding back is only going to allow you to sit with your own crack. You've got to allow yourself to give that full fullness to that ex- um, woman to where you're at and then be cool with her response of going, hey, I'm not down with that. And that's why we always talk about the leadership, the sexual leadership and also leading her. And as Pierre, I think, said today, it's like how many guys actually don't like pull the trigger and lead. It's like lead her through, through because a woman will naturally follow when you're you're a strong leader and uh, will, she will trust you more and she will actually like you more when you can be a really strong leader and respect you and then when she respects you it's going to lead to love and then when she loves you hey 
There's only two real emotions that we feel in this world. It's love and fear. Everything else is just a shade of love or fear. So we're all moving to love so we can have more like fulfilling relationships and more fulfilling sex. Um, and we're trying to move away from fear and essentially like that nervousness, that performance anxiety, that erectile dysfunction and PE. And if you're like listening to myself and Pierre for the first time, this stuff about performance anxiety, ED and PE, it's all in your head and it's holding you back from being the man that you truly want to be. I concur. He concurs, and if Pierre concurs, then it is a day of concurrence. I think we might wrap that up there, but unless you have anything else to say. No. But, gentlemen, thank you again. Thank you again for listening to this. It's about 20 past one in the morning, and it has been, again, a pleasure to share this from the bottom of my heart. And talking about from the bottom of my heart, start, this took me a long journey, and this will be another podcast, but just in short, and this will help you. When you start coming from your heart, when you start coming from a place of love, when you start coming from a place of like, I want to, I want to serve, I want to look after, We're here in this lifetime to serve and to look after and to care for people. When you can do that from a genuine place of like, I want to serve this woman. I want to look after her. I want to care for her. When you can do this and you're really in that place of surrender of like, I want to give myself to this person and allow myself to let go. Coming from that place of love, I'm not judging yourself. And the biggest lesson I've been learning lately is not judging my past. And then when you can do that, not judging your past for who you are, not judging this woman's past and accepting this woman's past. Also, that's going to help you with the anxiety, like not judging her, not judging your own past. And it takes a lot of deep work, but that's just like a conceptual idea for now. And then when you can really do this, it's going to allow you to step in to a new place in your bedroom and then peel off those layers and like, I'm here, I'm open. And then when you can be the one to open, you don't have to be that scared little boy. I was such a scared um, boy for a long time and it's like, no more. I'm going to take on the world. And when you come to this woman, I'm like, I'm here and I'm courageous with that, my vulnerability. I'm courageous with my wounds and getting to acceptance of my past, which I'm really stepping into at the moment, which is just constant evolution of doing that. But it's like the unconditional love, which I talked about last episode. It's like that is true strength. Like looking at this imperfect person perfectly and accepting them for their flaws. Like... It doesn't get much better than that. Well, I hope that's helped you out today. I hope that's given you some perspective about sex, love, being more comfortable for your first time with a woman in the bedroom. And I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart today for listening to this. It's been an absolute pleasure to share this message with you. And if you know someone that this may help, share this message with them.
Share the podcast with them because we're here to help, we're here to serve, and we're here to give you perspective that you might not have thought about between Pierre and myself, 24 to 25 years of experience about being obsessed with dating, relationships, and sexuality. We're here to share the knowledge so then you can have the fulfilling relationship that you've always wanted and have the sex life you could only dream of. So on that note, I just want to say thank you so much again for listening and we're here for you, whatever you may need. And from Pierre and myself, we want to say thank you and good night.